Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Hold on, let me put my gloves on. I'm just in the car and it's minus, let me actually check how cold it is outside today. We are in the thrones of Canadian weather. So, it is minus 27, but with the windshield it feels like minus 32 for all you people in very sunny warm weather. I envy you right now. It's very cold. Just stepping foot outside is just miserable. So I hope you guys had a good um, holiday. I hope you guys had a good Christmas. Today I just wanted to put out a quick episode. And this one is going to be covering the Glasgow Coma Scale. This is an assessment tool that we use daily on the clinical floor. And it's basically used to assess the patient's level of consciousness. And then... Um, it's, it helps us to identify any um, sudden changes in the neurological status of the patient. So this scale, the patient can get a, a score between 3, and the max they can get is 15, the lowest is 3. And so when you're walking into your patient's room, you're basically, you're going to start with um, eye opening, that's um, the first, I guess you could say the first category in this assessment tool and so when you go in to do the eye opening it's either spontaneous like you walk in the patient looks at you right away they are aware of you and they get a score between one and four so four would be spontaneous like they see you their eyes interact with you as you walk in and then the next uh, subcategory would be you walk into the room the patient has their eyes closed they don't really open their eyes to look at you you have to say hello mr john my name is and then they open their eyes so they would get a score of three for eye opening and then if that's still like you we're doing the scenario again where you walk in patient doesn't spontaneously look at you and engage with you and then um you say hello mr john my name is and they still don't open their eyes then you move on to um using a pain stimulus so you either gently just squeeze their um the top of their shoulder it's called the trapezius squeeze just a just a light one just to see if they're a deep sleeper of course depending on what they came in for then if that doesn't work you can try like a gentle touch on the arm if that wakes them up they get a score of two for the eye category and then of course if you do you walk in they don't open their eyes you talk to them they don't open their eyes you provide a gentle stimulus and they still don't open their eyes then they get a score of one for no response for eye opening and then in the next category we move on to the motor response and in the motor response category it's basically you're assessing the patient you say hey can you squeeze my hand that's obeying a command they get a score of six if they follow exactly what you're asking them to do and then of course if the patient isn't able or can't obey your commands and for example lift their hand or squeeze your finger or move their arm or move their leg then the next thing would be to do a they localized pain so if you gently squeeze their hand or um, pinch the nail of their uh, nail bed and they withdraw like they pull their hand away from that that would be localizing to pain so they pulled away right from the source of the pain so they get a five and then the next thing oh sorry 
localizing the pain is they would like move their thumb or finger away from you pinching it and then withdrawing from pain is they would move their full hand away from you that would be a four and then also they could have an abnormal flexion so basically when you do any sort of physical stimulus the patient would take their arm and fold them into their chest that would be abnormal flexion they also refer to this as decorticate posturing and then the next thing is their arms might already be folded and you stimulate them like give them a pain stimulus either you squeeze their trapezius you rub their chest you press down on their nail bed and they basically um, extend their arms outward from the core of the body that would be decelebrate posturing and then of course they would get a one if there's no response so for the extensor response they get a two so their arms basically um, curl away from the chest and then they would get a three if their arms go towards the chest like they fold towards the chest when you provide a um, pain stimulus and then when they withdraw from pain so they move that limb away from the pain stimulus they get a four when they localize the pain and move exactly where you put the stimulus or if you're basically rubbing their chest they grab your hand and move your hand away from rubbing their chest that's them localizing where the pain is instead of withdrawing from the pain like they don't know where the pain is but they know there's pain so the top the highest level they can get for motor response is a six the next one would be they localize the pain they get a five they withdraw from the pain they get a four they get abnormal flexion of the um of the limb so they curl their arms towards the chest they get a three extensor response where they basically curl their arms to the side and on the side of the body away from the core they get a two and then of course no response they get a one and the next category in this one is a verbal response so basically you walk into the patient's room you're talking to them you're saying hey uh, mr. John how are you today um, can you tell me where you are can you tell me the date can you tell me the year can you tell me um, what hospital you are what reason you came in if they're able to perfectly respond to each of your questions they are alert and orientated which means they get a high score of five in this category if they say oh well it's 1995 and it's 2021 obviously they're confused so you give them a four or you're asking them these orientation questions and they all of a sudden talk about something completely different like oh i need to go to the washroom and you're asking them what year it is that would be an inappropriate um, inappropriate words or inappropriate response they get a three and then of course um if you you're talking to them you're asking them what year is it what um, where are you what's the month and they basically you can't understand what they're saying it's like incomprehensible they get a two and then of course um, if you're talking to them you're asking them these orientation questions and they don't respond to you at all they get a one so if they get the top um, score in each category the patient would be alert and orientated and would score a 15. Anything other than that would signify that there's something neurologically that might be going on to cause them to be less than 15 and potentially confused or they're not responding appropriately, so you would monitor appropriately. And for the motor response category, 
you might have to take into consideration if the patient has come in with the stroke that they might not be able to they might have paralysis of certain um muscles so like their right side might be very weak or they can't lift it if you ask them to squeeze your hand on that side so if they're still able to engage with you in all of the other categories except the motor response then you would basically ask them to move their head up and down as the motor response and if they're able to do that and you say hey mr john can you move your head upwards and they do that or hey mr john can you move your head down or to the side and they respond and they're able to perform that command, then they would get a six because they're able to follow commands and obey commands. They just might not be physically able to due to the stroke that they have suffered. Also, if a person um, came in with a cervical spinal injury, you might have to um, basically change the way you assess their motor response because if they've had a spinal cord injury, they might have temporary or permanent um, paralysis of some limbs that they can't move and obey what you're asking them to do so just keep that in mind for considerations and going back to the decorticate posturing and the decelebrate posturing so if a patient um, portrays decorticate posturing which means their toes are flexed and their arms are folded towards the chest that's decorticate posturing if you google it it's easier to see the visual um, than when i'm talking about it so when they have that as a like a motor response when you stimulate them then that could indicate um, damage to um, the cerebral hemisphere or the thalamus and then if they have decelebrate posturing which means their arms curl away from the chest and their arms are on the side of the body curled away from the core and their toes are flexed. That's that that's decelebrate posturing, and that indicates that there's damage to the midbrain or the pons if the patient has come in with um, a cerebral brain injury. And then also, if a patient goes from decelebrate, so their arms are laying on their side, curled away from the core, like the the chest, curled away from the chest, and they go from that position to decorticate positioning where their arms are now flexing towards the chest that's a significant change in how much damage has happened in the brain and you need to let the physician know immediately because it could mean that more brain death is occurring more um, tissue injury is occurring and it needs to be attended to and so that is the Glasgow coma scale I hope that helped in um, just a little review in that you know, just little pointers. Of course, when you're in the clinical setting, um, for us, we have basically an electronic documentation. So it lists each category for you when you're assessing the patient. So you don't have to remember um, what's in each category. You just have to remember what's the appropriate response that you should be expecting in each category to um, closely monitor people's neurological um, status when they're in the hospital. All right, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I will try to put out another short um, episode. Uh, but yeah, that's it for now. Hope you guys are doing well, and we'll see you next time. Bye now.